0: supposed to be putting the finishing touches on my episode about the holidays with Yvonne right now if that tells you how long it takes me to get around to putting up Dear Taylor episodes because I prioritize episodes where I don't talk about myself because I don't prioritize myself and then my needs compile and build up and then I end up in places like I'm right now where uh, I freaking hate soccer moms and I hate the stupid small town that I ended up in and I hate my job and I hate bills and I hate that Taylor lives so far away and that she's the only person that checks up on me. I've hated work for a while but I know that there's nothing I can do about that. I mean, I bought a house. I need to be financially stable. I already feel bad any time I mention that I have a co on here. I keep trying to work on my little side hustles, my naturally dyed yarns and giant tapestries that I sell under my actual name. But those aren't going very well. And sometimes, sometimes I just want to give it all up because I feel like it is a selfish endeavor to make art. I've been making it for such a long time. I can make anything out of pretty much anything, and it has gotten me nowhere other than just keeping me busy through isolated moments in my life, which I have a lot of. I never figured out how to be a part of something, mainly because being quiet and out of the way was safer when I was little, just all around safer from everything and everyone. And I know I overcompensate with my want to be super mom. I want to give my kids everything I didn't have and then some, which is hard to do in a town where if your child has not played soccer since they were in diapers, then you are not in the soccer mom chat group. And you will not be invited to participate in any of the things because grooming your child to be an athlete is the only way to be accepted into any sport. When you live in a town of roughly three and a half thousand people. And there's this frustrating thing in the back of my mind because my whole life I've been pushed to decide what I want to do. And as a girl, it's basically decide who you want to be with forever. Make that decision now. And then your entire identity becomes defined by that person, whether you like it or not, which before made me really, really unhappy. And that was how I knew that that wasn't the person I was supposed to be with, because if I don't feel comfortable being defined as that person's partner, solely that's my only identity, then that's not the right person for me. And I'm not complaining about that. I love my partner and everything about him, and I love being identified as his partner in whatever stereotypes that that includes, but there's already this established hierarchy that never included me before and I shouldn't expect it to include me now. So when the soccer parents decide that they want to have cookouts and other organized activities for the soccer players, and I am I think quite possibly the only soccer mom that was not informed or included at all, even though I have a dual role as a new soccer mom, and the coach's girlfriend, I don't know how I'm not supposed to feel dejected. Because I've lived here for a decade with the same three and a half thousand people. And I remember the first three or four years that I lived here knowing absolutely no one. I dyed my hair bright blue in a town of three and a half thousand thousand people, including farmers. And one person that I've come across vaguely recollects that they may have seen me at the local grocery store before with blue hair, but they cannot clearly state that it was me. And I had blue hair for two years. I don't know how much more invisible a person can get, even in such a small town. Which explains why I drank Because the bar was the only place you didn't need an invitation to get into. Until it was. Because when you're not of use to anyone in a small town bar, generally they will let you know that you are not of any use to them. Just like I am not of any use to the soccer team. And I feel like to my family most days. Or to my work. I'm so tired. I had a meltdown slash epiphany about how as much as my job is helping with my drive to do the podcast, because it is one of the reasons why I started the podcast, it is not helping with my own feeling of invisibility. Because I have a full-time job where I sit in a room with plain walls and no windows and one other person, and I receive audio recordings of important people doing important things, and I type what they say into a report as uniform as possible so that people can't even tell that I'm the person that typed it, and then I give it back to them and that is my job. And I feel like I'm helpful. I like to think that I am helping people that are helping people, and I like that. Just like when I try to make sure that the soccer coach and my soccer player have clean shorts for practice and a warm meal in their bellies as often as I possibly can, I'm helping, and I like that feeling. I think it's like the only feeling I really know sometimes. But soccer season is almost over and I don't feel bitter about soccer itself. And I know that it's not anyone's fault that they don't remember that I exist. And it is no one's fault that they can't see me and that they don't remember me. That is just the way that my life has been when I'm not of use. I remember high school. I spent all of every break alone, mostly in my room, and that is how I learned to make anything out of anything. That is where I learned to create so many things, was in my solitude. That's how I learned to play guitar and knit and paint and draw, and I devoured books. And it was that way every summer until I was a junior, and I had a car, and then I suddenly was of use, which I realize in retrospect. It's funny how you don't realize those things until you're in your 30s. I would like to think that I would have done things differently, but at my high school, they decided from the first time that they looked at the students how we were going to end up. And extracurriculars and being a part of something were not in the cards that were dealt to me. Not really. Sitting in the back of the art room, creating whatever I want half the day, that was in my cards and that was fun. I just don't want my daughter to go through those things like I went through those things. I don't want her to be invisible like I was and am invisible. So if the other parents are going to forget about me, that's fine. Just as long as they remember her or either of my babies when the time comes. Although I still have no idea if my younger daughter is going to do soccer or not. I think I'm just tired. I feel like I'm just running constantly, and never for myself. We went to homecoming. We chaperoned homecoming, and it was a lot of fun. I love being around the kids and seeing the ones that used to spend a lot of time at my house that I don't see as much anymore because they're all so busy now. They're developing lives of their own. They can't just come hang out at my house and drink all my soda and eat all my food and talk and watch movies and listen to music anymore. And that's okay. It was really good to see them. Some of them have grown so much and so fast. And it was fun. And I know I'm just complaining. I feel like I do this, I talk to you, and I just complain and complain. And I don't want to. I just want to tell you where I'm at with my life right now. And sometimes there's good things. I feel like there's a lot of really awesome things going on with the podcast like right now. And I really see more clearly what direction I want to go in, the things that I want to do. I've started reaching out to people more and more. For it. It's just frustrating because it's this alter ego that I've had to develop because I have this fear that one of the three and a half thousand people in this town will find this podcast and it will in some way affect things that go on with my kids and I don't want that for them. But I think when they get older, I'll be more open about it and I think that it could potentially lead to a lot of really good things, possibly in the future. Everyone wants to feel important. There isn't a single person that doesn't want to feel important or needed, other than by my (laughs) 10-year-old, because I know that that girl needs me. Oh my god, she reminds me every second of every day, and I love her so much for it. There's just so many things I want to do, And I feel like I have to fight for my right to spend my own time doing things for myself. And I don't just mean the after effects of being a mom, because I understand that wholeheartedly. And I've been doing that for half my life. So, no, I'm not complaining about being a mom. I like being there for my children. It's the fact that I've been doing it for half my life, and I haven't been given any time to figure out who I actually am. Although I suppose that's what I was supposed to be doing those summers in high school when I was left completely alone and I just made things. Every time I record the podcast, I sit here and I stare in front of me because I have this wall of yarn, and it's all the random yarns that I've bought over the years for projects I didn't finish or at thrift stores In big plastic bags without labels on them. Because I liked the colors and the textures. And I sit here and I talk to you guys. And I look at them and I think that I want to work on something. And that I want to make something. And sometimes I start making something. And I like knitting because it's small. Because I can carry it with me. And I can get it out during inconspicuous times of the day. And it won't bother anyone. I remember when I was in college and I got to make big things. I got to make big paintings and drawings, and I got to stay up all night and feel the texture of the charcoal and the paper and the various bodies of paints and the clay and the metalwork and all the different things that I've made over the years. And it was all big and it all took up space. And it was so much fun. And I did that a little bit in the spring when I made my big tapestries that nobody wants. And I I think I have a direction to head in that I think people will like more. So maybe they'll pay off. Maybe the podcast will pay off. I just want to feel like I'm good at something or wanted around for some particular reason other than just that I'm useful. I had this um, crazy idea up until, I think, last week or the week before that. I had a really good bout of mania going, and I really enjoy my mania because I get so much done, and I'm optimistic, and I am a go-getter, and I'm organized, and I'm on top of things. And during this last bout of mania, I was thinking about, there's this lady that lives in this town of three and a half thousand people and she is one of several girls in this particular family and when you are of a particular last name in a particular small town you are more well known and you have more connections and you're able to accomplish more things because you are more highly respected and remembered and not invisible and she had organized this weekend event and events leading up to that event to save money for that weekend event. Sort of um, like an Independence Day town party. There was children's activities and adults' activities. And I volunteered as much as I possibly could, and I showed up to several events where none of her friends showed up to raise money for this event, this weekend celebration. But I didn't tell anyone and I didn't say anything about the extra work that I put in. And she also did a Christmas event, which in my opinion had a way bigger turnout than any of her other events. And I loved it. I love Christmas. I love Christmas so much. And so with this last bout of mania, I've been thinking about it and pondering on it. Because instead of announcing that she was going to do it again, she announced that she was no longer going to be doing any events. She had ceased her drive to do any of them, to which many of the three and a half thousand people in the town lamented, thanked her for her achievements and willingness to bring the community together and understood her need to prioritize her own life over the lives of others. And I, being not a public forum person, sent a message directly to her and let her know that I am still willing to be of use in any future endeavors should anyone else choose to take them up. Because I understand that while I do love to help and while I do love to do these things, I'm invisible. But during that bout of mania, I was thinking about the Christmas event and I was thinking about what more could be done, what more wasn't done, how things could happen, where things could happen. And I was formulating all these plans and goals and ideas, and I really loved what I was constructing, except for the part where I move it from my brain out into the real world. Because I can talk to my partner about as many ideas as I want, but to speak it into life in front of anyone else. So at the end of that bout of mania, I stopped talking about there being any type of Christmas event in this town of three and a half thousand people. And I haven't really brought it up since then. But the night in my brain, it's really beautiful. And it's fun. And it includes all the children in town. And I wish that I could whisper it into someone's ear, someone that has the right last name to be recognized as a worthwhile person. And I know that I sound ridiculous, but when you live in a town where there's been a literal schmear campaign against you just because you got sober, after learning to drink because you just didn't want to be invisible, you just kind of decide that it's better to be not seen, even if that means you don't get to help feed the soccer team with the other soccer moms. And I remember mentioning something to my older daughter about when I had volunteered for all those activities over the summer for the Independence Day celebration. And she said, Mom, you just have to put yourself out there more. Just put yourself out there. And I looked at her and I said, I am putting myself out there. I went to the open door meeting. I put my phone number on the list. I have sent several messages. I have shown up everywhere that there has been a set date and time that I've been able to show up. I spent an entire week baking for a bake sale that one other person volunteered for. I cannot put myself out there any more than I already have without being a nuisance. This much has been proven because the amount of DMs that have been left on red have proven that I am a nuisance. On the plus side, my post-mania crash wasn't terrible, I don't think. I think it got put to the side because everyone in the house got sick and now I'm just sort of here. I don't think that this is a low or a high time right now. I just sort of exist. I'm also just frustrated over money, and I hate that. I had to pay the mortgage with my last paycheck, and then the rest of it went towards filling my gas tank and finding something to wear to chaperone homecoming. I have this pair of strappy sandals that I wear with everything, and they are currently held together with a visible amount of threads. I can see the threads of the straps holding on to the sole of the sandal to the point where I'm afraid to wear them because they will break wherever I am. But I also cannot bring myself to buy a new pair of sandals because after I paid for the mortgage and filled up my gas tank, and got a new outfit for chaperoning the homecoming dance at the thrift store. I spent my last $8 on dishwasher pods. This paycheck, I am paying my annual fees for my life insurance policy, filling up my gas tank way more times because I have to drive a lot of places the next couple weeks. And I know this is the one thing you guys have all been waiting to hear about, I'm ordering a giant bag of cat litter because we're deep cleaning the cat box before it gets cold out. I know you wanted to know that. I keep telling myself that when I get my tax money, I am going to buy a new computer because not only do I deserve it, but you deserve it because I would be much more efficient and organized with my time if I was not working across four devices, four devices, my actual cell phone. An old iPhone that belonged to my boyfriend's father that he doesn't need anymore. It's like an iPhone 5 or something, I don't know. A Chromebook that is so outdated that it won't update anymore. I don't even know how old this Chromebook is. And the last laptop that my dad ever got me for Christmas. You guys deserve a really nice piece of technology for me to talk to you on also i completely understand if you just skip every dear taylor episode because i would too i am hosting a halloween party uh i invited like 80 people on my personal facebook to a halloween costume bonfire night the saturday before halloween at my house so i will let you know how that goes The last time I tried to host something where I invited adults and it wasn't one of the girls' birthday parties. I think two adults came, besides like my dad. My dad always shows up. He's really good at it. He taught me to show up, you know, like he instilled it in me. And because of that, I've gone to every single home game for soccer and I've enjoyed it. I do like watching the games. I have to go make steak fajitas for dinner. And finish that Holidays with Yvonne episode. And I have an interview tomorrow, and I'm really excited about it. I'm doing a collab, and it's gonna be really good. You've probably already heard it, because I don't, I'm probably gonna put this out forever from now, because I just rambled for over half an hour about nothing. I look at my schedule sometimes, and I try to pinpoint when I'll have time to wash my hair in between everyone else's events. That's all I really want. Isn't that all, like, any girl really wants is just time to wash her hair? I've been thinking about whether or not I'm worthwhile to start a Patreon, but I don't think we've gotten there emotionally yet, and I want to be able to give you guys things. For example, what if I knit you a hat? Would you like a hat? I am very good at knitting. Very, very good at knitting. It is the smallest, quietest collection of colorful treasure that i'm very good at i didn't do anything that scared me today but it's still early it's only about five o'clock i think today i might take over the tv i don't touch the tv because it's not mine it's my boyfriend's i've never paid for a tv i have a small tv that was a gift from a friend i refuse to buy such a giant screen But I'm also tired of watching soccer, NASCAR, playing video games. I like playing video games. That's a lie. Have you played Kingdom Two Crowns? Oh my god. Play Kingdom Two Crowns. Do it now. I'm tired of watching someone play Zelda and whatever the heck that card game is that I don't know what it's called. He's going to tell me after he listens to this. And I introduced him to X-Files. I shot myself in the foot when I introduced him to X-Files because now nothing else is played on that TV, I swear to God. (laughs) And it's great, but at the same time, my 10-year-old brought the puppy inside and I can hear the squeaky toy, which we don't use unless we need to distract her because she's being bad. So I am going to go check on a puppy and make steak fajitas and take over the TV. Thank you for listening to me ramble. It means a lot to me. I don't get to ramble very often. I hope I get to hear from you soon and that you tell me how you're doing. And if you feel dejected from any soccer moms lately, what would you do if you organized a Christmas event? I had so many fun ideas, but I don't think it's going to happen. And I don't think that I can do it. Tell me about what your favorite meal to make is because I want some new dinner ideas and don't forget do something that scares you. I love you. Hey, 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 woman, woman, what is this crap? Guess what that one was? can do with